Look, uh, what does it take for you to be great? Keep it a hundred, bro, you know the answer. Pursuing your purpose, creating profits, building legacy. Anything less, how could you even fathom? Just sit back and imagine all that can truly happen when you pursue your passions. Yeah. So eliminate distractions and get back to that action. That's the law of attraction. You gotta build a team to build a dream. Family, faith, and focus. Council can only build a king. Are you prepared to reign? Cause whether you weather the weather, the weather won't change. Uh. Whether you weather the weather, your weather won't change. Uh. Stay true to the vision. Stay true to the mission. Gotta get to the finish. Take a moment to listen. And come and see it through our eyes. We'll show you what it means to live uncompromised. We're uncompromised. 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 We're uncompromised. 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 We're uncompromised. Uncompromised. We're uncompromised. Uncompromised. Boom, that is good. Uncompromising Entrepreneurs Group. This is Coach Jimmy G along with homeboy Devon Watts. What's up, bro? Here. What's going on, man? How you feeling? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. I already told you the energy levels were a little bit low today, uh, but it's even time, man. And I uh, want to come out here, go live for our folks uh, and just chop it up for a little bit. So this this definitely helps. That's for sure. Yeah, for sure. I it's been a good week. Yeah, I got no, I got no complaints, man. It's Wednesday, so you know what that means. News episode, yes. Has oh, well, yeah, and that well, too. But yeah, more important than this hump day, uh, it is new drop day, new hotness, like you said. So the new latest episode drop day, yes. So the latest episode of the Uncompromising Entrepreneur podcast has just dropped, and it is titled Episode Fifty One: Burden with Glorious Purpose. Um, for a reason, some of our uh, fans out there, we, if you were rocking with us the last time we were live, we kind of indicated that um, a little uh, Loki uh, reference came up on our pod and it just seems so appropriate, especially after these past couple episodes talking about purpose and then um, <clears throat> what it means to kind of pursue your purpose and, and going through that process. Right. Um, and in this episode, which you guys need to check out. Um, we build on that theme just a little bit more. My dog, uh, Jimmy, does a, a little bit of a tie-in. He's like, hey, man, have you been keeping up with Loki? Because every time I watch it, it brings it back to the pod. And uh, at that moment, an uh, idea was born. And so, boom, now you got it uh, for the cover and the title. Um, so, yeah, man, I hope people check it out. We already um, have 80 loyal listeners, downloaders that have already downloaded and listened to uh, the episode. Um it's been a little bit over 12 hours. So mm -hmm. um, if you haven't been able to check it out, because maybe you didn't get a chance to listen to it on your commute, or maybe you're not commuting anymore because you're working from home, it's absolutely fine. And incorporate us into your wind down routine for the night. Um, and make sure that you check out uh, the latest episode. And then more importantly, man, just give us feedback, man. We want feedback from the people. Pops hit me up today, um, you know, uh, you know, wanted to chop it up with me. Like he, he's a a staunch consumer of the vidcast only he's a mm -hmm. uh, a youtube 
a YouTube consumer, so he watched our first episode, and I'd let him know, hey, second episode just dropped. The vidcast is going to be coming a little bit later, so make sure you peep that. Um, and so, you know, Pops was just consuming. like, man, y'all broke out, broke down these things. It was really, really good. Um, and, of course, like any um, uh, any consumer, he also had areas that he wanted to uh, provide feedback on. He's like, man, okay. that, he's like, I'm not – I don't, I don't know if uh, I understand like the transitions um, in the music, like in between. I was like, okay, that's cool. I said, well, that's kind of norm. So I educated him a little bit said, to each his own. But yeah, this is how we do our production now. So, um, so what I'm saying is, we want to hear from you guys. We want to hear from you, our people out there, the things you love, the things that maybe you don't love as much um, about the podcast. Um, respectfully, doesn't mean that we are going to change anything. <laughs> because you know creators and entrepreneurs are entrepreneurs out there know like you know sometimes you just know like i hear you but this is this is my brand and it's not meant for everybody my business is not meant for everybody Correct. but there may be some feedback that's pertinent that we didn't think about before that we can definitely Absolutely. incorporate so uh yes. please 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 we want to hear it. that is 100 uh yeah my pops actually is the same way in the sense of he he definitely consumes the youtube and the vidcast so uh interesting uh, but yeah, man, the uh, the next vidcast is it's almost done. So yeah, I'll be able to have that finished and, and dropping that uh, for the folks that appreciate the visual component of what we do and the uh, uncompromising entrepreneur podcast. Um, so yeah, again, very happy about the fact that that is uh, dropped and ready to go. Uh, and it's Wednesday. So we want to come on here and, uh, and kind of provide what we call quick win Wednesday. Um one, hopefully, especially for our folks within our community to be able to share with us any wins that you have had this week, uh, but also to you know let you know and just remind you, yeah, it's Wednesday, we're at the middle of the week, but it is not too late. It is definitely time to, to get yourself a win. No matter how small or insignificant it may be, it is always important because those little wins continue to build up until you capture that big win, whether that's at the end of the week or at the end of this month, there's some bigger goals that you're working on to, to accomplish. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that momentum is important. You guys have heard us mention it before, mm -hmm. and uh, I think it's appropriate because it is hump day, all right? It's hump day, and so maybe the beginning of the week has gotten away from you for whatever reason, right? Maybe um, you weren't on your A game from an organizational perspective in terms of planning and making sure that you're prioritizing properly. Maybe you did all those things, but you had fire fire drills that came up and that required you to do a quick pivot and, and swivel chair and figure out something different, right? And so the things that you plan to accomplish um, as it relates to your business, um, mm -hmm you know, may have slipped early on, but the good news is we still got the rest of the week left. Yeah, and right. so our goal here is to equip you um, regularly on Wednesdays with a way to get a quick win um, for the rest of the week. And so um, this one specifically, I think, um, warrants a lot of discussion around, not necessarily because um, it's a foreign concept. I definitely think it's something that, you know, you and I have kind of touched on or talked about um, even if it's on the periphery a bit, right? But I know that it's one that A-type personalities, you know, um, struggle with just a little bit. Um, and that is falling in love with failure, right? Mm -hmm. Ooh, that four-letter word, right? Failure. Now, what we mean by that, falling in love with failure, falling in love with losing, we don't necessarily mean get comfortable and be satisfied if you're not successful as far from that 
what our what we're really focusing on here is falling in love with the lesson that comes from the learnings that come from failure right and it's important to be able to fall in love and to find that silver lining in uh situations where we have a lack of success because a lot of folks honestly a lot of folks a lot of folks that um, are not necessarily built to be entrepreneurs um, they let that fear of failure paralyze them that fear of losing paralyze them and prevent them from even trying in the first place Mm -hmm. right but when you understand that the the worst case scenario in any situation of me putting putting myself out there is that i learned along the way and i get better for the next attempt when you come to grips with that, when you make peace with that, it is a powerful thing. It is scary what you can accomplish. So we want to spend some time talking about that very, very topic for our entrepreneurs um, out there, um, our uncompromising entrepreneurs out there, falling in love with, insert the lessons that failure uh, teaches you. Yeah, and if you're reading the description, we, we also talked about embracing imperfection. So that's kind of the, the slant that I want to come from is none of us are perfect, right? And Devon was saying, especially with A-type personalities, there's just so much pressure out there to, to get things right in every part of our life, whether it's gadgets, there's apps, advice on how to be your very best all the time. But like, you know, you're looking at different, whether it's influencers or people on Instagram and social media, it's all an illusion. Like it's that, that is not real. Um, We're not perfect. We're imperfect beings and you're not going to get it right. So I was um, actually today, there's a person uh, who was going through a course that I created and I was following up because I'm looking at the progress and I saw that this individual started, but they never really finished kind of that first assignment for there's four modules for module one. So as I start reaching out to this individual, the feedback that I'm getting back is, oh, well, I realized, you know, I had to do X and I had to do Y, I had to do Z, and I kind of stepped back. And I want, you know, when I'm going to do it, I want to make sure that it's perfect. And I'm like, okay, I get you. I said, but it's not, it's not about perfection. I said, it's, it's about progress, not about perfection. Because if you're trying to, to ensure that every step that you make and everything that you do is perfect, because you have a fear of failing, you may never get started. And that's exactly where this person finds themselves in a place where, you know, we should be 75% through this particular course. And they haven't even gotten really to about 20% because of this, which I appreciate this transparency and, and admitting that they're, they want their submission of their work to be perfect. And as an entrepreneur, that is a trap that we can fall into if we're looking to, to have everything completely right, everything to be perfect, the offer, the website, the funnel, the systems, the processes, the social media marketing, we want everything to be perfect before we make a move. And sometimes because we are afraid to fail, like we use that as an excuse. Well, I'm not gonna mm-hmm. I'm not gonna make any moves. The time is not right. Exactly, because the time is not right. Uh, so the, the fear of failing and just embracing imperfection uh, and, and again, just really providing some some benefits of of embracing that imperfection and embracing. I don't want to say embracing the fear, uh, but having the courage, right? Because when you, when you talk about having courage, courage, exactly. Uh, it's not that there isn't fear, but you're going to face that. You're going to walk through it. You're going to actually you know, try to use it as well as you continue to move forward. So um, the first thing I will say is when you learn to 
to deal with that fear uh, and, and learn from failing and embracing your profession, like you're just going to be happier. You're going to be a happier individual because you're you're admitting and you're you're being okay with the fact that you're not perfect. And perfection is like, I know we just we tend to carry a lot of emotional baggage from always trying to look as if everything is just you know 110% wonderful all the time, and that's just not the case. Uh, so knowing especially you know we talk about mental health and just higher risk of of depression and anxiety um it just makes sense to to realize that if you really think about staying away from those type of thoughts and trying to be perfect in everything that you do you're ultimately just going to live a happier life in general no a thousand percent like one of the um i read a quote bro it just really resonated with me um Uh, I can't recall where I saw it from, but like as soon as I I, I read it, I was like, man, that's dope, right? Which is um, somebody said to the extent that like, I don't always win, but I always take the risk, mm-hmm. right? Like I don't always win, but I always take the risk. And I think that summarizes what it means like at its core to, to truly be an entrepreneur that's focused on like growing, scaling, stretching yourself, right? To be an individual period, right? Whether you're an entrepreneur, like just an individual period that's committed to stretching yourself outside of your comfort zone uh, and unlocking new skill sets and new opportunities for yourself. It starts with being willing to take the risk, knowing that I may not always win in this situation, right? Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we talk about like embracing imperfections and and almost, you know, having this false expectation, right, that um, we have to present the, the like, we have to present ourselves as perfect, as, as unflawed in order to be accepted. When that's counter to everything that we know and everything that we personally resonate or believe in, there's a reason why we root for the underdog. Mm-hmm. It's because we we recognize their flaws in ourselves, right? Our flaws in them, right? There's there's a certain level of authenticity and connectedness and um, genuineness that has to exist in order for us to be vested. And so when you're talking about building something meaningful, when you're talking about building a movement that's meaningful, finding your tribe, finding your niche, right? It comes down to its very core presenting yourself in the marketplace, presenting yourself in these spaces authentically. And if you're not that, people are not going to be able to connect with you on any meaningful level and be vested in what you have to offer or being willing to go along with the for the ride, no matter how you present yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the only way period that you can win, like if we're using this this theme of winning and losing, right? Um, the only way you can ever win or have have influence over your ability to win is to enter the game. And the only person that leaves the game with a clean jersey is somebody who never s- stepped on the field in the first place. So if you are holding out this notion that I have to be perfect, that I have to be a, you know, unflawed in everything that I do, chances are the only answer for you is to not enter the game in the first place. And there's no way you can influence the outcome of the game, win or loss, if you don't check in. Um, and so uh, I love the fact that like what you're talking about, the, the, the lens that you want to be able to approach it from around, you know, embracing your imperfections is just so critically important. Because again, there's a litany of reasons why and we we can all hypothesize on it, right? Or, or why we hold out this notion that maybe we have to be the perfect 
complete product as an entrepreneur, as a leader, as a business owner, as a person um, in terms of how we present ourselves. But mm -hmm. it is the the furthest thing from the truth and uh, truthfully counter to what we we connect with as people. Um, and so you have to you have to come to grips with that. Yeah. And I think, you know, uh, another benefit of embracing perfection, getting back to what you were saying at the beginning, too, is like, I don't think you're going to you're not going to fear failure so much because that that fear, it, it just continues to shrink to where it, it becomes kind of just another aspect of life. Right. And I think when you think about somebody who you know may label themselves or other people label them as a perfectionist, they tend to, to take failure personally. And it can become like this this huge catastrophic thing uh, that they allow to define their sense of self. Um, so accepting the fact that we're human, again, we're not perfect, we're going to make mistakes. Then, as you've been saying, like you just see that that failure uh, or so-called failure as an opportunity to learn. Right. And then as you're learning, then you're able to make necessary changes and you're able to move on. Uh, because again, you're not allowing that that failure or the fear of failure to uh, to get you a point to where you're you're kind of paralyzed and you don't make any moves. And like you said, like you're you're getting in the game, and hopefully not just in the game, but doing your best to make a play and to add value mm -hmm. to what's going on on the field. So to speak. absolutely, no, absolutely. And like I think the other thing too is we don't realize how how empowering or freeing or um yeah i guess that, that, that'd be the best way i would describe it like empowering or freeing or um insightful mm -hmm. embracing your imperfections can be because when you come to grips with all right these are the areas that i am not perfect in it doesn't mean that you just you acknowledge that and that's the end of the the story it allows you to then have a clear-eyed focus on well, what pieces do I need to put around me in order to cover down those imperfections so that I have a complete team, right? Like, you know, um, it, if you're building a sports team, right, and you know, all right, my, you know, my uh, my point guard is not the best shooter, mm -hmm. right? They do everything else well. They play defense well. They facilitate the game well, um, right? They're a leader. They understand, but they're not a consistent score. That doesn't mean like, oh man, this is the worst point guard in the world. It just means, okay, I need to get a complimentary piece to be able to make the team better. So how can I find somebody who is a shooter, who can create their own shot, somebody who can create their own offense in case things get stagnant. And then you start to build the team needed in order to become stronger and then get the type of success or outcome that you desire to have at the end of the day. No single entrepreneur, I don't care who they are, where you see them at, all, nobody is doing this alone. Mm -hmm. Even if they may be the, the front face, nobody's doing it alone. Zero people. I don't care about Gary V, um, you know, uh, E.T. Um, uh, you know, you can look at, um, you know, uh, Diddy, Magic Johnson, Elon Musk. Um, you know, um, you know, God bless the dead, Steve Jobs, like none of these individuals are doing all of this stuff by themselves, right? They have a team that they've identified and built to cover down the areas where they're imperfect so that they can be stronger. The organization can be stronger. The business can be stronger, right? Part of the reason why you and I work so well together is because we're able to cover down each other's imperfections, 
right? And lean on one another, mm -hmm. right? Be able to lean on one another so that we can reduce the product that we produce. We couldn't do this individually alone. It's a, it's a lot. And we don't even necessarily have 100% of the skill set to be able to do it dolo, right? Embracing our imperfections doesn't mean that we're, we don't create value. It's understanding where you create the value and then playing in those spaces and dedicating your energy to that so that you can dominate. That's what it really means at the end of the day. Yeah, for sure. Hell yeah. Not for you. I think, you know, one of the other benefits too is when you embrace imperfection, it, it just kind of makes you a nicer person. I think about, Excellent. you know, myself and I, I know I can be a very critical person and, uh, you know, judging individuals, but if I know, I'm not perfect and I, I'm embracing my imperfection and then obviously seeing that in other people, then I'll be less likely to do that. Right. And I mean, you know, if you're a much nicer husband and parent and colleague and business partner. Um, people are going to, you know, uh, just have that much more pleasure to be around you. Another thing is like, you're just going to be less likely to kind of get to that point where you're just triggered. And before you know it, like you're just getting at people and you're blowing a fuse over kind of really small things uh, because you're cutting people more slack and those relationships will be calmer. They'll just be more rewarding because you know, I'm not perfect. This person is not perfect. And like you said, though, I'm even going a little bit past that. I'm in, I'm embracing that, but I'm also in embracing our imperfections and using each other's strengths, I realize the power that comes in, in that in itself and the, the excellence that comes in that and the benefit that not only that we get, but if you're talking about an entrepreneur and a business owner, your customers, your clients, like they're going to benefit from those things. Uh, so yeah, man, it just, overall, I think it, it, it could also make you a nicer person if you just embrace the imperfections in life. Absolutely. Um, like you said, like whether it's about like, you know, giving people more grace, um, temperament, um, you know, seeking to understand before you process anything, right? Like, you're just like, all right, like, how how could they have gotten here? Maybe this is not it. Maybe I wasn't clear my my communication, my expectations. Mm -hmm. Maybe, you know, let me ask what's going on. Oh, okay, I understand where the ball is dropped. And you're just able to approach the situation, again, with more grace than um, maybe if you were a person who uh, had no... Um, no self-awareness of your own imperfections and therefore you expect everybody else to be perfect. Yeah. Um, you're setting yourself up for failure. Um, I also think too, when we talk about like, especially as, um, as a, as a leader, as an entrepreneur, like a lot of the things that, that we rely on or that we are trying to achieve is merely through the, the means of influence. Mm -hmm. Right. And like, especially as an entrepreneur or solopreneur, like if you're building a business, like there may be things that you're dependent on, like the, a vendor is not obligated to work with you, right? They're vetting out, are you, is your business a good fit for them? Cause it's their business as well. Right. And so they're thinking about fit. They're thinking about relationships. They're thinking about chemistry. They're thinking about all of those things. Right. Um, and so uh, when you are able to embrace imperfections, have that understanding. And then that gives you um, just a heightened level of grace and understanding as you work with people, you're quote unquote nicer, you're a kind of person. You're actually able to get more things done. You're able to influence people just off the strength of, you know, that's he's good peoples. They're good peoples, right? Like, all right, they're good people. Like normally I got this going on, but I'll work with them because a situation before, you know, I, I've, 
I messed up and they could have bit my head off. They didn't bit, bite my head off. They were understanding. So let me be understanding the situation. Let me demonstrate flexibility. But I've gotten so I've made a career off of off of that, off of, you know, relationships and being able to influence because I've demonstrated grace in situations where I probably had every right to really press somebody about it, mm-hmm. but I didn't because I understand that they're not perfect. Like I'm not perfect either. Right. And if this is the first time that they've fallen short, dropped the ball, let me down. Like, bro, why am I going to act like this is the end of the world? I want to be clear that there's a miss. I want to be clear and root causing like, how do we get here so that we don't do it again? But I ain't coming off the top rope. Like you're the worst person in the history of, you know, a, you know business and partnership. Like, there's no value in that. And when people see you demonstrate that type of grace, it makes them willing in the future to go that extra mile, to go above and beyond, to prioritize you because of that, that relationship and because of how you've, you handled it, how you nurtured it, how you treated it. So um, there's just some additional residual benefits from just being um, kind, right? Being kind and being understanding uh, for sure. No, definitely. That that's, you think about another benefit of embracing perfection, it's your ability to influence people and inspire people, right? Because you're being authentic with these individuals. I know that I'm not perfect. And like you said, if you're really being a good leader, you're you're apologizing, you're talking about the mistakes that you made, you're being transparent about those things. More importantly, you're also expressing how you're learning and the steps that you're going to take to hopefully not make those same mistakes again. And like imperfection is is a kind of a keystone of just being human and being a person, you know what I mean? So when when you allow people to see that within you, there becomes a, a more uh, closer connection between those individuals that allows for that influence and, and allows, I think as well, to inspire those individuals to take those same type of steps that you're taking. Yep, a thousand percent, man, a thousand, a thousand percent. I just have too many examples I can pull from like, uh, you know, whether it is, um, you know, contract related type issues that I've had to navigate um, in a breach of, um, you know, with the MSA and being able to navigate those things to, um, you know, um, you know, deadlines on my end, like deadlines on my end, um, you know, being accelerated and then needing somebody to now write prioritize what I need to get them done. Like, just too many examples, bro. Too many examples. We needed to get like we needed to get um, uh, a certain tr- you know a certain track mixed in preparation for the show. We need to have a show mix. We need to have everything solidified to the venue. Um, this was an opportunity for us to be able to perform. It was also a competition, which meant that um, depending on how the performance went, we would end up solidifying a spot at a, a larger performance that would actually be a paint gig, right? So you're negotiating all of those things. And as you're negotiating those things, whether it's flyer placement, um, uh, you know, time, order, all of that stuff, right? Um, you get to the point where somebody, they basically say, all right, bet, like, all right, I'm good with all the terms, but you have to have this into us by this time frame. Otherwise, your slot is gone. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and as the person that was managing kind of the the business responsibilities for us at the time, you know, from from a from a production, a music production perspective, um, yeah, I had to reach out to our engineer, like our engineer, a mastering engineer, like literally in the middle of the day. They're not even in the studio. They're at home after spending all night and all morning working with other clients. And hey, 
yo, I need this. Like, can you help me out here? Like, this is a situation that da, 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 da. and because I've demonstrated grace in other situations with that particular engineer, like he got up off of two hours of sleep to go back into the studio to get this done for me and the group because he knew, like, all right, let me look out, right? Like that couldn't have happened if I had bit his head off on, you know, the other time that there was an uh, issue, um, mm -hmm. you know, with the time, the time frame of the mix and master that causes us to push the release date back. Right. Like, and we're, we're like, we're submitting these things for like consideration for other stuff. So um, again, it's just um, too many examples that I can think of where it's definitely paid dividends um, just by exercising kind of that, that, that grace, that kindness um, and embracing, you know, my imperfections and then using that as a vehicle to say, okay, well, um, if obviously if I'm imperfect, other I can't expect other people to be per be perfect either. And then to treat them accordingly. Yeah. Facts. So I think the last piece, you know, when I think about four or five benefits of embracing imperfection is like your self-esteem continues to grow because when you accept your flaws, you accept any quirks, you're less likely to be hard on other people. Um, you're less likely to be hard on yourself when you make those mistakes. Um, and as you continue to, to grow in that area, again, you're just acknowledging your humanity. And that means that you're less likely to feel guilty, to feel ashamed of the fact that I'm going to make mistakes. Um, and I'm not always necessarily going to, to be a hundred percent on, um, I may not always reach every single goal that, that I'm setting for myself, but it's about the process. It's about those those opportunities to learn from those situations and everything that I'm going through. And as you start to frame and look at it that way, then you start to feel even better about yourself, right? So we talked about at the beginning, you know, you're just going to be a happier person. Uh, you are focusing as well, Devon, on the fact that you're not going to to fear failure so much if you embrace imperfection. Uh, depending on your personality, like myself, it may, it may even make you a nicer person if you just embrace the fact that you're not perfect. Um, and then you talked about influence, man, the ability to influence people to the point where, yeah, two hours of sleep, I'm going to get out of bed, go back and, and put in extra work because of how I see this person and the influence that they have within my life because of the person that they are uh, and that authenticity that's there that creates that that connectedness as well so you're able to influence you're able to inspire people i think overall you know your self-esteem continues to grow because of that so um i hope for our uncompromising entrepreneurs that uh, again you take you know those four or five nuggets away when it comes to embracing imperfection because none of us are perfect uh there's only one who worked this earth that is or was and is uh and when you when you really think about that, digest that and sink it in. It just allows, I think, everything to be not easy, but a little bit easier, easier. To, yeah, to manage and to move forward with. Absolutely, man. I like the the, the call out too about the self-confidence because um, you're absolutely right. Your confidence does uh, build from just having that awareness of self. I also think your confidence builds too because now you start to get we go back to that momentum, right? Because it's coming back, tying it back into quick wins. Or you get to that momentum of knocking out wins because you're crisp, you're like you're clear eyed, like crystal clear on what you can deliver, what you can't deliver, and you're not mm -hmm. over committing. So you're only committing to things that you can actually deliver on, and you're set, you're managing expectations 
right? Um, and I think that's just such a critical critical component. So many people, that's really where they struggle, believe it or not, as entrepreneurs, when you're talking about um, clients, we're talking about vendors, when you're talking about par partnerships, what we fall short is in our ability to manage expectations. And we can't properly manage expectations if you're not uh, fully aware of self, strengths as well as imperfections, right? And so having, um, embracing your imperfections gives you clarity, Right. That clarity allows you to manage your expectations and you're only committing to things that you can deliver on. And when you're committing to what you deliver on and you deliver that momentum feeds your confidence because you continue to rack up the wins. So it all comes full circle. hundred percent, hundred percent. So there you have it. Uncompromising entrepreneurs. Again, if you have not checked it out, make sure that you uh, check out episode 51 that just dropped. Uh, what is the name of this episode, Devon? burdened with a glorious purpose glorious <laughs> purpose yes uh yeah. and if, if you haven't seen the uh the cover art for that particular episode check it out uh we geeked out a little bit on low key and uh the series that is ending actually uh i think we're about to go watch that episode now so uh all, right yeah it's wednesday bro it's wednesday <laughs> Um, so for all of our uncompromising entrepreneurs, again, engage with us. If you have questions, definitely love to hear your thoughts, uh, any stories that you may have about embracing imperfection and, and how that has been a challenge or how that has helped in your life as you've improved and worked on that uh, and just come to that, that realization. Hopefully, again, you've uh, taken something away from these five benefits that we've just shared in embracing perfection. Uh, so really kind of another episode of cold brew and convos. Uh, we are going to continue to, to move that forward. Uh, as we bring on guests, we're going to be adding some more people to the community, bringing on individuals with us as well uh, to go through cold brew and convos specifically for you, the fellas within our uncompromising entrepreneurs group. Uh, we appreciate y'all. Hope everybody's doing well. Until next time, God bless y'all. Stay encouraged. Stay encouraged. You have just listened to the Uncompromising Entrepreneur Podcast, hosted by Jimmy Gonzalez and Yvonne Watts. Thank you, and we hope that you pursue your passion, create profits, and build a legacy. Until next time, y'all.